Adam Steltzner. Our curious search for truth and understanding makes us unique compared to other creatures on this planet. Our search drives strange behaviors, creates strange inventions, and appears crazy at times. But it just might be the right kind of crazy. Adam Steltzner. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Next Level. Good vibes only. Jessica and Darren Salquist coming at you, self-mastery coaches. Super exciting people that are here <laughs> with you today. We're going to talk to you about what are we talking about today, Some Darren? curiosity. That's right. So let's break down Adam's quote. Break it down. All right. Our curiosity search for truth and understanding makes us unique compared with the other creatures on this planet. Yeah. Think so, about it. Do you think... Adam, well, I guess cats are curious, right? Isn't that what kind of they're just gets crazy? Them in trouble? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think cats are a little more crazy and um, unstable than than uh, curious. But no, there there's some sayings about curiosity in cats. But um, yeah, animals. I mean, we're the only kind of creature that really has some of the kind of curiosity that can create, right? So the rest of that quote says, "Our search drives." Strange behaviors, right? I mean, mm. for sure. Curiosity does create strange behaviors. Creates strange intentions and appears crazy at times, but it just might be the right kind of crazy. Mm. Like so, the Wright brothers when they were created the plane. When they that's right. They're going to fly. They're like, fly. What are you talking what about? You talking about? Yeah. No, there's, there's a crazy curiosity, right? Something that nobody's ever done before. Um and when I think of curiosity now, I mean, I think of a lot of things, but the thing that comes up is the word creativity. Because without curiosity, can you have creativity? Mm. Do you think so? No. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> <laughs> I think you have Absolutely to be curious not. on how things work. Yeah, yeah. You know, and then have that creativity of wanting to to build something to to explore that. I mean, right now, coming this technology, whether it's, you're on Bluetooth, Wi-Fi, right? Whether you're on your phone or wherever you're listening to this podcast right now, think about how it's getting to you and then that somebody had an idea like, I wonder if we could do something like this, right? I remember the fax machine when the first the fax machine was created. <laughs> yeah. And these things came over that direction or even back in the day with electricity and, and each house having power to be able to have lights in there. And then air conditioning, which mm -hmm. made, which was at that time one of the best inventions ever because it allowed people to work longer because of the heat. Yeah. But now one of the best inventions, which is probably are going to be our demise, is our cell phones. Oh, man. That's scary. <laughs> we we won't talk about what we watched regarding that one. I think we should talk about <laughs> the social Maybe we'll talk we about the social about dilemma it, yeah. someday. Social but, dilemma. Yeah. There well, you go. Check it out. Documentary. Check it out. We'll talk about it later. Freak yourself out. <laughs> yeah. Totally. <laughs> um, we're really into documentaries right now and actually really enjoying them. But is there, we're learning a lot, but they sometimes are a little freaky. Yeah. A little freaky. And, I mean, part of that. Because we're curious, the right? The curiosity of that. Yeah. Documentaries <laughs> going into it and again, taking it with a grain of salt. Yeah. Remember who's producing it or who, what their motive is. So. Just because it's a documentary doesn't mean everything is 100% true. But yeah. what is that you have to find that out yourself and do your own research. Be curious. Yeah. I think um, it's a perfect curious example. Very curious. So that's basically, you know, part of that creativity and part of learning and part of knowledge and part of 
you know, experience, right, is there's some curiosity. And with curiosity comes excitement and fear and courage, right? I mean, there's so many things that, for me, catapult from the word curiosity and the action of being curious. And so one of the things, um, of course, the creativity part, but one of the other things is when I think of curiosity, I think of the hammer and the flashlight. Mm. And I like... Break that down. Yeah. And I'll break it down as well as I possibly can. (laughs) (laughs) So the hammer is when... Like you come down on yourself, right? And you're like, you know, you maybe you want to be a little curious and you, you're kind of venturing out and, and instead you like, you know, you put the hammer down. You're like, I'm not good enough. I'm not going to be able to do this. It's just not going to work out. Um, and then like, and there's variables of that. Um, and I'm sure you can give another example. A hammer example. analogy? Yeah. Because yeah. the hammer example. can be a good thing too. The hammer can be a good thing. Yeah, I'm yeah. going to share this part. You share the other part. Oh, right. And then the flashlight is where, like, you you take the hammer, right, and then you shine a flashlight on it instead. And so in this kind of example is that flashlight becomes, in my mind, like the curiosity, right? The curiosity of I'm going to shine it on. Usually I'm shining it on myself or, you know, something different, but I'm curious to look a little further and a little deeper. And for me, the hammer symbolizes maybe let up on the hammer a little bit, you know, because the hammer, yes, bam, bam, bam. But then sometimes I need to find more balance with shining the flashlight on, you know, the things that I do or my behavior or my thoughts so that I can look at them a little more deeply and be a little more curious about those things so that therefore I can learn a little more about myself or, or find some different creativity, but shine a light where the light needs to be shined. Yeah. So give me your example because, or respond to that and then give me your example because I think it's really neat to see different perspectives. Yeah, no, definitely the hammer perspective that you're talking about is not being so hard on yourself, right? Or you're taking that hammer to it, but you can look at the hammer in a positive way that the hammer is a force multiplier. Mm-hmm. When we do take a hammer to something that we're multiplying whatever it is that we're going after. Think about trying to nail a, a 20D uh, ha- a nail into a place, piece of wood with your hand. Or with a flashlight. You know, or with a flashlight <laughs> at that yeah. moment. Right? Unless it's a, I forgot what those that. magna lights may mm-hmm. be possible. But yeah. that hammer is that force multiplier. Yeah. So in that way, that's where the hammer can definitely be a tool that you're going to utilize to move yourself in the right direction. And that the same fashion is... When you, and it's coming to yourself of not being so hard on it, looking at all these things where you're messing up and then taking that hammer to and being critically hard on yourself. And that's where I like the flashlight. Again, what you're talking about is shining the light on it, taking it a little closer look. And again, when you're in darkness, right, what do you need? Who has a flashlight so you can see? Mm-hmm. And so that's the whole purpose of shining that light on it, of being able to see what that problem is, taking a deeper dive and diving into it. And that's where curiosity, and we've talked about this a little bit earlier, is that paying attention to what's working in your life, but also when you shine that flashlight on it is paying attention to what's not working. And that's where when you're struggling and you're having challenges and life sucks, this is where you got to shine the flashlight on it. Mm-hmm. This is to take mm-hmm. an opportunity. If something's not going well at work, if something's not going well in your relationship, if something's not going well in your movement, your nutrition, stop, take a moment, put that light on it and do the work. Be curious and then dive in to do the work. Otherwise, if you're just complaining, you're not being curious. You're just mm-hmm. being a victim. Yeah. I like the um, a hammer is a force multiplier. multiplier. But I think what's really cool about that, too, is that um, 
you are you are deciding how hard you're going to utilize that hammer, <laughs> right? I mean, there's like that whatever kind of curiosity level of if you're going to use it as a, a force to multiply, um, you get to decide that, right? You get to kind of feel what's best for you and with that balance with that hammer so that you are able to, you know, decide how curious you're going to be, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, and, and when that's going to occur and how that's going to occur and what that's going to actually look like. So, yeah. And, and, and as you're going through things, knowing that when you create this pathway, and that's, again, when you dive into this and you're looking into what's working, what's not working, and those things that aren't working, those are opportunities. And a lot of people say, oh, I fail at this or I suck at this. And again, you could say that all you want, but where is that going to get you? Yeah. Versus if you look at, hey, what's working? Awesome. This is going well. Here's I'm going to keep going down this path. But by shining that flashlight on it, say, what's not working? All right, let me make some changes. And then that's where you get to give yourself a little bit of grace to... Recognize that you're not perfect. You're not going to come up with the perfect plan the first time. You're going to have multiple plans, infinite number of plans, and then look at those failures as opportunities to learn. That's what. That's how you learn. That's how you have success. You're not going to just come right out. If you're a golfer, you're not going to just take your driver and drive that ball 300-plus yards your first time. You, if you're going to be lucky, first off, if you hit it, yeah. right? And so but what do you do in order to get better? What do you have to do? I keep practicing. You got to go out there and you got to swing that club. Maybe you have the ability to go and hire somebody that already has that knowledge. And that's where speed is a force, where if you have somebody that's around you, and this is where self-mastery coaching comes in by hiring a coach, is that that's going to speed up the process. And that's the part where I think people get confused. Like, why do I need a life coach or self-mastery coach, mental performance coach? I, I know these things. Are you getting there? You know, personal training. I know how to work out, or you hire a nutritionist. I know how to eat, do you? Or are we not getting to those goals? And so that's where hiring a professional, hiring somebody that has focused on this, and majority of the time, all these individuals that you're hiring, these are things that they're working on already. Self-mastery, 100%. I'm working on this daily. Always working on how can I be that better version of myself. And I love what I find. I love the opportunities that are, that are, that are shown to me and the reason that they're shown to me is not, well, some of them are successes and some of them are failures. And that failure is that opportunity to uh, move forward. Yeah. That's, Mike, that's I'm going to pause for a moment. Oh. Am I coming through? Because my mic, my headphones just... Oh, you, yeah, you're coming through on your mic. Yeah, I heard okay. you. Okay. Oh. Right, I'm just not coming through on my headphones. Oh, oh oops. That was that. Oh, it stopped on your headphone? I, yeah. This might have... Oh, you bumped it. I don't there know, it is. Yep. Did, I, did I bump it? Oh, dang yeah. it. Yeah, I Shoot, to sorry. I was just paying attention to that one. <laughs> okay, I just wasn't sure what happened. Yep, yep. Oh, okay. we're on. Yeah, no, we're all good. Sorry. All right. I, I don't know where, what So that we'll just end. If you remember, at the, I talked about failure. Yeah, you, you closed yeah. The, the sentence. Yeah. Um, so we'll just leave it at that. So we'll pick it up from the... Now. We'll just pick it up now. So that's where Henry Ford has a great quote on failure, where failure is merely an opportunity to more intelligently begin again. Mm -hmm. And that's what it is. So the, look at these opportunities, everybody. That's, life, life is full of opportunities, man. You all have success. You're going to have failures, and that's how you're going to learn. Appreciate. If you weren't failing, you're not going to learn anything. If you just totally showed up and got everything you want, life is going to suck. Get to challenge yourself. Go out there and explore do new things. 
and know that sometimes you're going to fail. And yeah. that's, that's the beauty of it. Yeah. Embrace it. And the reason why we're talking about, you know, curiosity and what Darren has just said too, is like, it's the strong desire to know something or do something. Right. And we talk a lot about our heroic community and our coaches and our coaching program that we're in um, as lifetime members. And one of the, um, you know, I'm big into affirmations and, and positive affirmations and statements and mantras and things like that. But they have in their Virtue Compass, which this series inspired us to do this um, kind of nine series Virtue Compass uh, episodes. And what he says in the compass is that I pay attention to what is working and what needs work. And that's mm. kind of what you're talking about is, is having that curiosity at the same time as shining that light that we just talked about, right? Shining the flashlight to know and pay attention to what needs work and what is actually working. Mm. And I think that in itself, like those are, that whole sentence is just absolutely powerful because that's what curiosity encompasses for myself um, is that what's working, what's not working, how you're going to shine the light on it. Sometimes, you know, the hammer gets pounded on there too, <laughs> but you know, you're pay attention, you're paying attention to that. And that is being curious, right? Being curious about it. Yeah. Exploring yeah. it. Yeah. Exploring those areas of improvement and exploring those areas that are actually working. It's like those action affirmation or action um, after action reports, right? They should have action affirmation <laughs> reports, <laughs> um, which we'll talk about that some other time. But the curiosity of like, we focus on all this room of for improvement all the time. And I think that um, focusing more on to the areas that are working well is that really gift, like our last episode, the gift of gratitude. Like, I'm grateful these things are working well. There's always something for us to, to work on too, but a finding that balance in between there and that curiosity to make sure you're looking at both, I think that's a really great balance. Yeah, I mean, even these podcasts, right? We're, we're not always hitting out of the park. We've got many opportunities to always improve. And if you listen to our first podcast, where we are today, we have 30-plus episodes. I'm going to say we're better than we were day one. I hope so. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you know, there's uh, a, a gentleman named Lanny Basham who's an Olympic gold medalist, world champion rifle shooter, and he talks about when something goes wrong or doesn't go as planned, is that we shouldn't ruminate on that thing that didn't go that didn't go as planned. Yeah. Because that's the opportunity to where again as a rifle shooter is if you miss the shot, to not ruminate on missing that shot, just reload visualize again what it is that you want to happen and hitting that target and then focus on it and take another shot. And that's the same thing if you look at as an archer, when you're aiming at a target and you're aiming for that bullseye, playing darts, right, shooting for a number, and you miss that number and you maybe you miss it to the right, what are you going to do? You're going to make a little bit of an adjustment going to the left. Or if you miss it to the left, you're going to make a little adjustment going to the right. So it's knowing that you're going after these sometimes big, lofty goals. And again, we've talked about how to break those down and going after those targets. But if we miss them, that's okay. Reload, refocus, visualize what it is that you're going after and put that into play, put that into action. So what's working and what needs work? Exactly. That's like a perfect example right. of yeah. 
of being able to to look at that on both sides, but not letting it completely distract you. Because mm -hmm. I, I think we could probably both come up with examples of something that in a event that we may have fumbled or, or failed and very much maybe took us out of the the game itself um, or mentally out completely and then our performance, whatever that may be, may have suffered. Um, but being able to have that, I mean, just how amazing is it to be in the middle of, of an action and to see all of the things that you've practiced um, come out to where you're actually balancing that, like, okay, I'm not going to let this distract me and I'm going to move forward and I'm not going to perseverate on the fail, but I'm going to move forward. And like you said, precision just shifts something ever so slightly to see, okay, maybe that works, you know, and that's being curious, right? It's like, well, maybe if I, I go this direction or if I tilt my body this way, or if I pick up my feet differently, or if I communicate with my audience a little differently or focus on something else, being able to pivot, you know, constantly through whatever you're doing. Um, I think that's an amazing place to be curious. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's hard. It's, you know, when I see it with sports, you're going to see certain athletes get frustrated and let themselves take themselves out of the game because they're not playing at their best mm -hmm. and they're missing shot after shot after shot versus don't worry about that shot, right? You, you, you got to worry about the next shot. Focus on that next shot that as a baseball player, that batter's box that you're stepping into, that batter box is the same batter box that you just hit a home run in, but knowing in order to hit that home run in that batter's box, there's also that possibility of striking out. But if you don't step into the batter's box, you're not going to hit the home run. Yeah. And so you got to take that step. You got to take that challenge and being, be willing to know that at times that you're going to strike out. And that's the best thing about baseball, that Hall of Fame. If you're hitting over 300, more than likely you're going to be seen, you're going to get yourself towards that Hall of Fame nominee. And that's missing 7 out of 10 balls hitting yeah. 300. You're only hitting 3. Yeah. You're hitting 300. And so that's just use that as your analogy of taking chances, challenging yourself, knowing that, hey, if you strike out 7 times, awesome. But if you connect 3 times, hey, that's a pretty good. You, got, pretty good. That, that just, you have some good chances there. What is that little saying about uh, memory of a goldfish? I don't remember. <laughs> oh, you're so funny. Uh, you might need video for that one. Um, no, like if you're, I, I think some of the shows or movies that we have watched, it'll like they'll just say like goldfish, like what you say to the boys yeah. when you say popcorn. It's like fake shot, <laughs> but like it's like. Goldfish. Put them in the popcorn machine. Yeah, like a goldfish. Like yeah. so, have a memory of a goldfish. Yeah. So if you just say that to somebody when they're struggling with something, it might just make them smile and help them like reset yeah. their mind. Like, oh, okay, move forward. Like, don't st get stuck in that place where you know you're not gonna. No good is gonna come out of getting stuck in a place where you're just replaying your failure over and over and over again, like a broken record. Yeah. So just t tell yourself goldfish, 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 because they have a memory of, I think, what, a couple seconds. I mean, I don't, I don't <laughs> well, remember I the actual fact of that. But uh, yeah. so I'm going to have to say when you have those moments, um, you can repeat your mantra of goldfish and move forward. Yeah. Awesome. So I'm going to put this out there. If you want to be curious Go check out our other 30 episodes if you haven't <laughs> in our, in our uh, podcast library. And if you are super curious and want to see how maybe self-coaching can help you and take you to the next level, 
then that's uh, for take your opportunities to reach out to Jess and I either via Instagram or Facebook, Facebook, YouTube, our website. It'll be all in the the comments and notes below. Jess will do that. She's she's great at that stuff. That's so right. all right, you guys, if you want to take your le- your life to the next level, then you will have to have good vibes only. <laughs> all right, you guys, peace. Bye.